0: Welcome to 5-Minute Finance, a podcast that explores topics that are impacting your money. Join us as we discuss what is moving the economy, markets, stocks, and personal finance.
1: This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Before acting on any financial advice, you should consult a financial professional who can review your specific financial situation. Any opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and do not reflect the opinion of LVM Capital Management. Clients or employees of LVM Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in the podcast.
0: Welcome to $5 Gas and 5-Minute Finance. Tyler and Jordan, we are going to talk a little bit today about the Federal Reserve meeting yesterday as well as some of the economic activity levels that we've seen recently and maybe uh, maybe more Recently, what we've seen is the Federal Reserve yesterday coming out with revised economic projections, and that looks at the current GDP growth here for the U.S. in 2022. Before the meeting, uh, their last meeting in January, they're expecting a 4% growth here in the U.S. Now that growth is coming down just under 3% uh, for 2022. You're also seeing several other economists revise their growth for the world economy and, and the U.S. economy and seeing lower growth uh, than expected from the beginning of the year. Uh, We also have Goldman Sachs, who just came out with their 2022 US economic forecast. And due to the geopolitical conflict in Russia and Ukraine, uh, they revised down their growth to 1.75% and increased the probability of a recession later this year to 20 to 35%. So there's certainly more and more analysts and and economists looking for slower growth this year with a potential for the recession. Um, one thing that is maybe contradictory to that is when we look at the University of Michigan consumer sentiment. Consumer sentiment is a leading indicator for the economy. And what that means is when the consumer is confident, they're more likely to spend in the future. And when you see that confidence number come down, typically you know, they'll stop spending, uh, retail sales will come down. But what we're seeing is there's been a big disconnect between Consumer confidence numbers and retail sales. Right, we're. I think we just had the lowest print since 2011. Is that right, Jordan? Yeah.
1: Yep. In in consumer
0: confidence. Yeah, and in, in consumer confidence, but yet retail sales are at all time highs.
1: Correct. And consumer credit keeps expanding as well. We've seen wages rising, but people are still either you know
0: swiping the card or, or taking out a loan to to buy stuff. Yeah. So they're saying something different than what they're actually doing. But either way, if that comes to fruition in terms of lower consumer confidence and, and eventually lower consumer spending later this year, you could see that slower growth and potentially for the recession. One key economic indicator that we see that has a high correlation to future recessions is an inversion of the yield curve. And Jordan, you want to touch on that?
1: Yeah. So when we talk about an inverted yield curve, and we'll look at the treasury market as, as this is usually the proxy for future economic growth, when you buy a bond, you're you're typically compensated for for waiting. The longer the maturity of the bond, the higher the yield to maturity, if all else is equal. So in the Treasury market right now, you know you can go out and buy a two year bond. It'll pay you one point or yield one point nine three percent. You'll get that every year until maturity. If you go out and buy a five year bond, uh, or excuse me, a three year bond, it yields two point one two percent to maturity. So as you go out. On, on the uh, maturity timeline, the the yield typically goes up. Right now, what we're seeing, and as Tyler was alluding to, is, is an inverted yield curve, and only part of the curve is inverted. So right now, a seven-year bond yields higher than a 10-year bond, and a 20-year bond has a higher yield than a 30-year bond. And as far back as the Fed has been tracking this data, uh, which is 1976, the last seven out of seven times this has happened there has been a recession
0: that one is in particular which curve
1: inversion it's 2 and in ten so that is kind of the the almighty predictor um, you can see inversions happen in different parts of the curve but the 2 and ten is really what the data is centered around as, as far as a predictor of a recession goes and when that 2 and in ten inverts the average time between a recession and the inversion has been 14 months so we're I think 20 basis points away on the two-year bond and the 10-year bond inverting, which is 0.20%. So we're not there. Um, but after the Fed meeting, we had seen that compress a bit. I think from about 30 basis points down to to 20 basis points. You know, we'll we'll see if it continues to be an accurate predictor. There was one false positive. I think that was back in the the 60s. It quickly inverted, and we did not have a recession. Um, and again, we're we're not quite to that two and in ten inversion yet.
0: So some things that maybe could extend out that time until recession is you still have consumers with pretty strong balance sheets. You still have employment levels strong. You have some nice wage growth. So in the event we are seeing this higher inflation, this would be a period where you would think consumers would be able to, you know, get through it a little bit more because of their current income and, you know, balance sheets. I would
1: agree. There's a lot of things that go into rates. You know, you have a expectation of growth as, as Tyler was talking about at the beginning of the pod. Growth is is slowing, inflation, you know, we think it'll probably moderate, it's still quite high right now. But when you're looking out 10, 20, 30 years and you want to buy a bond, uh, hopefully you'd get a rate higher than inflation. That's not the case right now. So investors or at least bond investors are are thinking that inflation will probably come down over time i'm not you know i'm not exactly sure what everyone's uh, thinking when they're when they're buying the bond but um that's what the market's telling us that inflation's going to come down growth will likely slow and then you have the federal reserve hiking interest rates on the the short end of the curve
0: yeah and i think it's also important to note that not every recession has to be you know like we had in 2008 like a it's almost the end of the world right. <laughs> recession right you can have a more shallow recession and not have to worry about you know the markets being down fifty percent,
1: right? And I, I guess I was thinking more of the t- tech bubble where the stock market was was affected more than the underlying economics. You know, GDP was fine. Uh, people were uh, making more wages; were still going up. I don't think unemployment spiked like it did in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So you have the economic recession,
0: then you can have a different recession in the stock market. All right, we'll leave it there. I think we we're running a little long, so. Uh please feel free to reach out to us podcast at LVM capital.com.